Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, B-Fan Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and always thank you for your time. Today I'm here with... Connor Black. And... Robbie Higgins. And today we're just going to talk up and catch up with each other, because these are like... These are two good friends of mine that I met in high school. So, Robbie, you left UAD early. How about you tell us about your journey from then? Man, um... So I was t- telling Austin, it was one of the biggest regrets of my life. Damn. But leaving, I learned a lot about myself. And I met new people, found out things about myself. And I I am overall thankful for the experience and the journey because, yeah. I mean, I learned a lot about myself. Like, what did you learn? Well, I learned how to kind of, again, make, fr- make new friends, mm-hmm. um, kind of adapt to a new... A new school, a new experiences, and uh, being at a new school gave me different goals yeah. to chase when I was there. So what was the biggest difference that you noticed when you got to Brother Rice? Because that's where you ended up graduating from. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was very similar to UAD, where as um, Catholic school, Catholic school, all boys. Uh, but uh, I'd say the biggest difference in was... Uh, I guess uh, walks of, of life. I mean, like from diversity UD, wise. Yeah, yeah. From UD, there were people from all over uh, Michigan. Uh, and Brother Rice, it was more concentrated. But uh, To like what? Bloomfield? Where Bloomfield area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where, where UD was Detroit, Gross Point. Yeah. All over. All over. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But um, definitely thankful for, for the people that walked into my life there. So who were some of the best people that you met there? Like, what was one of the biggest lessons that you learned at U of D? At U of D? Yeah. Hmm. At U of D, I was saying this earlier, uh, never judge a man by where he stands because you don't know how far he's came. Yeah. Everyone comes from different walks of life and different experiences, and they all got their own stuff going on in their lives, and you don't really know what's going on with them so treat yeah. everyone how mm-hmm. you kind of want to be treated yeah and, i remember i talked yeah. about that like with one of my friends at school at, at college and we were talking about like we see a lot of people like every single day and we see them smiling we see them acting out we see them do stuff that's questionable and then we're so quick to judge them based on like what we see in front of us mm-hmm. but we never really think about what made them that way you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying because a lot of times we believe we make our own decisions and yeah we have some free will but a lot of our decisions that we make in life are influenced by the past that we had absolutely and And some yeah go ahead and like you remember what freshman year was like yeah that was that was insane we had uh people commit suicide and the people that did you you would never expect it from those people outside of them yeah and it was so unexpected. And it's it's just something that you begin to question, especially when stuff like that happens. Yeah. You start to question, like, the people around you almost. And mm-hmm. not almost, not you become less judgmental. Absolutely. I've Like, over, like, the past few months, I've started to notice, like, how less I judge people now. Because it's mm-hmm. easy to look at somebody, judge them, but that just... Quick judgment is slight of mind. You don't even notice it's happening. 100%. Yeah, but I, I've noticed now that it's like I can look at people, see them do something, and just observe it. Mm-hmm. I don't really look at them and say, oh, they're this type of person, they're that type of person. Yeah, we mm-hmm. can categorize people into like stereotypes, but that's something the brain automatically do. But I'm not looking at them going, oh, I hate that person, or it's this and that, or they shouldn't do this, or they shouldn't do that. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I've been in too many positions where it's like I don't know who who. Who is who? Yeah. I don't know why people are doing what they're doing. But Connor, you still at UD. Yeah. What's so, up with that? I mean, I like it a lot. I'm a senior, so I'm about to graduate. And, yeah. like, I don't know. I think U of D's taught me a lot because when I first went to U of D, I came from, like, a really private Catholic school. Same with Ravi. Mm-hmm. It was called Holy Name. And it was, like, school was very small. It was in downtown Birmingham. So it's, like, it was really isolated to just all the rich kids in the area. Mm-hmm. It's a very, like, undercover school. It was, like... I won't say rich kids, but, like, you'd have to have... You'd be very well off if you're going to that school. It's Birmingham kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like, going from there, I never really fit in. But, like, as I, like, grown up at U of D, I realized that, like, 
it doesn't matter where you come from, and it's like you have way more in common with people that you like you never think you would. Yeah, no, because I remember when I met you in a government class. Yeah, I wasn't even supposed to be in. Like, yeah, I know. Cause yeah, cause the way it works at UAD is you take government like your junior year or whatever, yeah, and that's like the standard or whatever. But I end up, I tried to skip it because I never <laughs> wanted, I never wanted to take government class, so I tried to skip it. And I ended up taking a, a art class my 11th grade year, and then when it was time to do my scheduling, it was like, nah, you got, there's it's no way around government. So I take the government class, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in there, I'm like the only senior. You're the only senior. I'm the only senior in his 11th grade. a bunch of weird ass kids <laughs> in that class, bro. No, that class was actually <laughs> That was insane, actually bro. such a botted class. Bro. No, it was who? So fun. What was his name? They kept, behind me? No, they kept thinking he was going to shoot the school up. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know that kid's name <laughs> behind me exactly. He would bring a duffel bag every day to yeah, school. Yeah, no, it was the most insane shit. And then you oh, look in the know. duffel bag, bro, it would be like, like straight books, like I, I got know out he was at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was scary. And if bro. he was tripping, bro, he was tripping. Dog. No, like that kid, like when he spoke, bro, you were scared. Yeah, no, I didn't know. What like was he didn't there. speak very much, bro. But when he spoke, bro, you didn't know what was coming out of that kid's mouth. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what was wrong with bro. But back to what I was saying, I'm in this class with kids. I didn't even, I didn't even think to talk to. But I don't know what happened with us. How do we even? Well, I mean, I, I was sitting right next to Austin in the back of the class, and it's like <laughs> our teacher, bro. He, I love him to death, but it's like he just did not care. Like he just wants to. He's just going in, doing it for the hours. He's going for the paycheck. So, so we so in Austin were always just used to sit in the back and just like go on Twitter. And one day he didn't have his laptop, so I'm pretty sure what happened was you asked oh, me if I could yeah, borrow one. I was my, like, bro, got an iPad, yeah, a laptop, I have a dual iPhone. Setup. I'd have. My iPad on one side and then my laptop, so I watch YouTube on one and then I just play games on the other. Yeah. And Austin was like, "Yo, I forgot my laptop today. Can I, uh, can I watch something on your iPad?" And I was like, "All right, you can have my iPad for the day." And then after that, I don't know, we just started cracking just, jokes yeah. because, like, bro, the teacher. The class like, just got funny, bro, and the tests were so hard. For yeah, the no tests reason. were so bad, and I did none of the reading. But yeah, that's me and Austin <laughs> just didn't care, bro. We go in that class and just joke around the entire time. I'm not bro. gonna lie, I got to a point where the teacher walked up to me at lunch and was like. Now, Austin, I hear you an A and B student at this school. I'm like, I don't know where you pulled this information from. Because I don't talk about my grades to, like, teachers and stuff. Like, if you know I'm smart, you know I'm smart. If you don't, I really don't care. Yeah. So, he comes up to me and goes, yeah, you, I heard you A and B student. So, why do you have a D in my class? I'm like, I just don't know. <laughs> he was like, uh, well, I'm not going to be the first one to give you a D at this school. So, I'm going to give you one more chance to, like, just get it up. And he, like, let me do, like, extra credit oh, and man. get homework in. So, Nah. I end up boosting my grade up to a B after doing like nothing a whole yeah, no, semester, bro. But yeah, Doctor Elster, shout out to him, dog. I remember yeah. I seen him. I don't know if you ever gonna watch this episode. But <laughs> I, seen, I, I seen him at the Dequinder cut, and it was like the most awkward interaction He's I've such ever an had. Interesting guy, yeah, bro. he is though. Same with Mister Young, bro. Like talk so, about him. Like I just think about it, bro. I just look at all these teachers. I'm like, what are they doing outside, outside of like school, of, bro? Yeah, and I feel like. Catholic schools got some of the most yeah. entertaining teachers like you'll oh. ever. I feel like they just hire the smartest motherfuckers. Because like, bro, yeah. Mister Bookshow used to always unplug his mouse, bro. Like, <laughs> like, what does that guy do outside of school? I think yeah. about that on the days. There's so many teachers, especially science teachers, that are just rich out of their minds. And they, just, and they just teach I for a hobby. What always happens? Oh, Look, Zachariah, Zachariah Campano. Yeah, bro, it's just a hobby for them. It's yeah. just something they enjoy. But Which like, is cool. But, like, that, like, that makes me interested. Like, what makes, like, because it's, like, a very, like, all of them normally choose science fields or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, what makes them so attracted to wanting to teach science above, like, anything else? Like, especially, like, a religion class. Yeah. Which is super simple than going through all that and teaching a full-on science class. It just seems like it's just some imaginary force field that draws people into these Catholic schools. Because it's, it's way more than, like, just a religion. Like, <laughs> yeah. That can be like the cover up, but past that, it's just a different feeling when you in them type of settings and you get so used to it. Like by the time you leave the school, mm-hmm. nothing outside of that feels the same ever again. Mm-hmm. It's just something I can I grew to appreciate. How's it working for you right now? I like it a lot. I think one of like the biggest things that people overlook so much is that I like it's an all guys school, right? Yeah. So for me, I was super nervous my first few years, like there. But, like, I realized it's all guys, bro. No one's judging me. Like, yeah. you can just be yourself. You have nothing to worry about. You don't got to wake up every day, look good. <laughs> Put some new on. Like, you <laughs> yeah. get, if you, bro, 
If you, you stink, you stink. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If you stink, you stink. There'd be some classes no, at UD. I remember that smell like that. <laughs> no, yeah, but like, we not going to say nothing to you, yeah. but you're going to get the jokes yeah, cracked no. on you regardless. Yeah, no. we have boys things, are boys. One of the things I realize at all boys school, everyone's there to help each other. Like, yeah, you exactly. don't do your homework, send it. Bro, yeah. I got chats, you, bro. Like, Group chat. It's like, we in this together, bro. to help each other succeed. It's already enough they took all the girls, so we was just in there... Well, I'm graduated. I can say this shit now. It's not like a cheating ring, but yeah. like, I think that's where the, the brotherhood part come from. And that's yes. why they make the work so hard because yeah. it it forces you to come together and as reach one out to other people. and start to Which help people. Which is something people. you need to do in the real world. Yeah. You can't do everything by yourself. You have to rely on. Yeah, and they got to be mm-hmm. smart enough to understand that. Like, I was talking yeah. to some of the teachers, like, like over COVID, I was talking to them. I was like, you guys had to know everyone cheating. And they're like, yeah, that's why we made the assignment so hard because like, these kids, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to communicate somehow. Yeah. I mean, it's like an office job. You gotta be able to talk to other people and find solutions. Mm-hmm. You can't just stay closeted, or else you're just not gonna make it anymore. Yeah, and I'm so glad that they. I don't. The way they ran like the online school for COVID. Were you in COVID yeah. for UAD? For UAD, yeah. It was. It was a good system. I'm not gonna lie. Like it was the way they had the classes set up. The zooms was on time. Go straight through the Mudge website. We got off. With way more than a lot of other Were you uh, keep it good other schools. COVID? Was I, school, I COVID school? No, no COVID school. No. I was on Fortnite. There, there, there no, be days where like you, you obviously an assignment it was due at eleven fifty nine p.m. There'd be times where I'd wait till like eleven fifty to start my work and just try what? to clutch nah, out because like co- bro, COVID was like it felt like everything was on a time loop. For I'd just real? be doing the yeah. same thing, it, like not Much leave my like, house. Also, like, Mudge is such a bad website. What I would do a lot of the times was I'd either upload a corrupted file. The teachers couldn't do anything about it. A lot of the times, like, if they made me, like, do an assignment, it was, like, a big assignment, I'd switch the time and date on my laptop and just turn it in, and it would say it was turned in on time. That's mm-hmm. sauce. I'm not going <laughs> to. That is crazy. No, we, that's it. good sauce. You, yeah. t- you tuned in, but. I'm not going to. But, like, going back to the. Co- that's part of the reason I feel like one of the reasons I left UAD. Cause Why? It was like just being online and then having the COVID year after yeah. my next year. Bro, it was just, bad. it wasn't yeah. real school and I got sick of it. And yeah. And the thing oh, is, yeah. like, U of D, it wasn't like truly what U of D was like during exactly. COVID. Because, mm-hmm. like, bro, you didn't get the experience talking to everyone. It was mm-hmm. like, it was like everybody was in such a shitty attitude. A and, yeah, B, a, B, and C. And then you go in some days, you come out some days. Everybody mm-hmm. just wanted to go and get through their day. It was like nobody cared to talk to each other. Everybody and just like, fuck this, I want to go home. And the teachers were all pissed off because they got to work these cameras and learn yeah. this new technology. <laughs> everyone would just be like, oh. Oh, my Wi-Fi's not working. Yeah, yeah. my mic's broken. Yeah. 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 yeah, but not COVID school for me at least. It was like I hate my work piling up. So what I would do is I would sit down, turn class on, and just start busting out random assignments, bro. Turn them in, get everything checked off, and I'd be like free for the rest of the week to just watch whatever I want to do, whatever I want. And that's that's when I started taking like. The self help shit, like serious. Yeah. I wish I got rich as shit, but I I got rich as I shit. I wish I could do over. <laughs> yeah. I wish yeah. I, I would have gotten rich. <laughs> yeah. And grinded like I. I would have oh. started investing. Oh my if god. Gym, if gyms were open during COVID, bro, yeah, one of them I'd be a different motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna lie, bro. Some of them teachers I feel like got off on COVID. I'm not gonna say names, but one teacher did get off on investing. Uh huh. They invested in like the max, yeah. the masks, the the Pfizer mm-hmm. vaccines, oh, all man. the vaccines. Mm-hmm. Like when they went public, yeah. and when everything spiked up, closed out, got the bag. Yeah. I wish I would have got on that. But Is this person still again, a teacher at U of D? I don't go to U of D, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then we got to remember, we were like 14, 15 years yeah, old, bro. so. Knowing, knowing what we know now, going back, yeah, I feel like we could have took advantage of it. But going back to then, we did what we could with yeah. what we had. Like, See, like, for me, it wasn't like, I wasn't even trying to get rich, bro. But I was like, I wouldn't even do schoolwork, bro. I'd wait. I wouldn't sleep most nights. I'd mm-hmm. just stay up all night playing the yeah. game and then go to school during the game. At the end of COVID, actually, I even, like, had never really told anyone this, but I got, like, fully grounded. And it was like I was only allowed my laptop in my basement and like nothing else. Damn. It was like I didn't have anything because I would just be on the game all day. I mean, yeah, that's how you got to ground. Oh, oh, dang, is that what grounding means? 
If somebody's out of control, you gotta ground them, get them back to get them back to reality. Dang, that's what ground. (laughs) I didn't even know that. I I remember I used to bring my like my mouse downstairs. Yeah, because like I was. Wait, you said your parents grounded you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like I wasn't allowed to use my actual PC. So what I would do is I bring one of my I bring my mouse downstairs on my laptop, Mm -hmm. and I bring a book and I just aim train the entire day. I still want to do any work. I'm just practice. That's crazy. So I was so ignorant. How do y'all feel like y'all are different people now from when COVID happened? Oh man, uh, I was a very undisciplined person during COVID. Like like I talked about, just waiting to the last minute to to do assignments. Uh, I just go through days just playing a game, watching YouTube, watching shows, like whatever it would be, and. Now, I'd say I'm a little more about my business, getting stuff done. Like what? Get into go- it. Having goals. Tell us. What's some goals you <laughs> got? Goals. You got to put it out there so it comes true. Uh, man, long term, I want to be working a job, preferably in the sports field, which is something I'm very passionate about. And, uh, yeah, just wake up every day and be happy to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And make it, make it some money. So how do you feel like you're on the track to do that right now? Because I know you, you want to tell them where you at. How, how, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I'm keep glad you're doing Keep that confidential. Yeah, keep that confidential. <laughs> but I'm glad you're doing what you're doing and having fun with where you're at and enjoying learning uh, to be yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. More of you. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you really particular guy you always stuck out to me even though when we be in class you be acting crazy <laughs> yeah. but um it became a thing to where that's just him i mean it might have pissed some people off mm-hmm. but some people get mad when they see people just being themselves because i feel like you still yourself like you can still be that guy but you yeah. you understand now how to like harness harness it, it in. absolutely and, that and, was the key and use your extrovertedness to Mm-hmm. convey a different type of message instead of just being disruptive you know how to get what you mm-hmm. need out of being this extroverted person and being able to talk to people so quick and so easy absolutely and i'd say this is the first time in my life where i've been pretty much isolated from a lot of the people i know from the friends i know and it's giving me a chance to really like hone in on my abilities focus on what i need to like do and yeah like just kind of do to be the best version of myself. And yeah, yeah, it's been it's been good. Connor, how you feeling? How you feeling? Two years? Was it two, four? How many years are we out of COVID? What three? Uh, we'll call it a solid be, three. About to be. Mm-hmm. About to be well, four. it started in March, March. of twenty twenty, so yeah. we're coming up on four years. All right, so we call it a solid three and a half. How All you right. feeling? Three first and a half years first, out of out of uh, COVID. You're still wearing the size nineteen shoes. Tight, <laughs> so, tight. You still <laughs> size nineteen. Shoe. <laughs> you still fit his shoes. Because you know what yeah. they say. Big feet, big, 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 big feet. Yeah. size nineteen, boy. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. I mean, like from COVID, I mean, like beforehand, I never really was like a very social person. Mm-hmm. But like after COVID, I realized that everybody really like was in the same boat as me. It was like nobody was really trying to do anything too crazy. Everybody was just trying to get through the times. Because I mean, like it wasn't easy for anyone to get mm-hmm. through. And it's, like, I realized that, like, even though, like, I had different goals as people, like, people were going through the same thing as me. So, like, since COVID, I realized, like, that there's so much you can do online as a beneficial, like, that's, like, more beneficial. Because, like, bro, I was sitting on my game, on the game, like, 12 hours a day at minimum. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, now, like, I just start working on my businesses and then just starting new stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what strikes me as particularly you because even though you're younger than me, I find qualities in you that, that lift me up, that make me look up to him. I, I idolize this Absolutely. guy sometimes, bro. It's like, I talk to you about my friends. I mean, talk about you to my friends. And I'm like, bro, this dude kind of the most chill dude ever. <laughs> he well set off, don't got to do nothing to what he doing. He's straight, he chilling, but he's still finding a way to find a purpose in yeah, life. No. And something mm-hmm. that he want to do something with himself, even yeah. though he can already be something he don't want it the easy way yeah. you know mm-hmm. it's already in front of him he got yeah. the full plate but he'd rather cook his own food yeah. you know what i mean and oh. it's yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's he'd rather and it's just something i can respect and it's, it's mm-hmm. no it does you were the type of people i try to like surround myself by mm-hmm. not because of what you have or what you can get but like mm-hmm. who you are as a genuine person yeah. humble mm-hmm. down to earth and that's yeah. that's who i aspire to be when i get up on my well, I'm already on my horse. When I get when I get to my farm, you know what I'm saying. When I'm at the when I'm at when the, he's at the stables. Yeah, when I'm at the stables, just chilling, man. Yeah. Just and just being able to 
I don't know, even know how to explain it. Because, I mean, like, for me, it's like I could easily just take over my parents' business and be making, like, uh, doing no, good money, good yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well with my life. So it's like, for me, bro, like, it's just so much more beneficial to, like, work on myself and, like, what I'm doing right now, I have a marketing agency. Go ahead, go, go like, for it. Just put it out there. I, well, I just have a full marketing agency that I, like, specialize in just marketing businesses, like, mainly, like, solar companies and construction companies, just, like, like search engine optimizations and stuff like that and running ads for them. This motherfucker's 17. And I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, it's been, like, it's been a struggle because, like, bro, I've had tried so many different business models, like... Bro, you're I've, 17. Hey, 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 listen, listen, <laughs> listen. I'm just saying, you, you said it's a struggle. I'm like, you both 50 million bro, steps ahead. Uh, like, and, but keep that mentality because that's, like... Staying hungry like that is what's going to keep you going. bro, like, the fact that he's, like... The biggest thing I took away from it is that his parents have like a very successful business. Yeah, yeah like, he's trying to set make a name for himself. Set his yeah. go on his new path, and that's why I call him failure is a part of it. So yeah, no, because yeah. like all my like, I'd say like a big ninety percent of my business is the first times I've tried like just haven't succeeded, and it's like you gotta. Make- I've realized that you need to be able to make connections and find something that you're interested in. You mm-hmm. can't just like. I tried. I had a bunch of like dropshipping websites. I was like, I'm really good at social media and marketing. So it's like, I'm pretty good at that, but it's like, if it's a product I'm not interested in, there's no way I'm going to like be able to take off with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to scale it. Like, one of my most profitable things, it was, um, it's like a small company where I sell like room decor and it's like, I like, I take a lot of pride in my room and like design. Mm-hmm. So it's like that I'm really passionate about. I'm like, I can make ads all day, like, and I can actually enjoy it instead of like what I was doing before. Like, I've sold so many random things, like the shark slides and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like... I don't care about shark slides. I don't, like, it's profitable, but it's, like... It's, like, it's, it's empty at the end. Yeah, you don't like, feel fulfilled mm-hmm. after you do it. It's, like, mm-hmm. honestly, like, when I do something like that, I feel like I'm just ripping people off because I find a yeah. product that people want and I'm just upcharging for it. Mm-hmm. But, like, where I find, when I do, like, room decor, I, I, like, feel like I'm finding actual, like, quality items that mm-hmm. people would want in their rooms mm-hmm. and just marketing them and mm-hmm. putting them out there for people. So, how, what do you guys feel like is your best way to learn? Learn? Like trial and error, book, trial and error. Trial like you and said, error, yeah, books, I was about to say failure. Books, videos, anything like that. I mean, like, go for it. I watch a lot of videos on stuff, but it's mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, like people, people like to gatekeep a lot of information. So like, really, the best way just to, is just to go out, try it for yourself, and whatever happens, happens. It's yeah. like, I've tried so many dropshipping businesses, and it's like, like one in fifteen work. It's like. You really gotta find something that you enjoy, and it's like your first time. You're gonna be so lucky if you succeed your first time. And it's like you're gonna try again and again and again to even make something somewhat profitable. So, do you feel like people are better off having the the, the lucky strike, or you feel like people are better off failing a whole bunch of times and then finally figuring it out? And how do you suggest people stay motivated to keep going even after? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They well, everything I mean, go to shit. Yeah, the main thing is I feel like a lucky strike can be good for like a first burst of motivation. Mm-hmm. Like for me, like I find Ooh, it hard. Keep going, keep going. For like I find it hard just like when I just start something new. Like mm-hmm. for me, I struggle with going to the gym. Like I'll go for like a week straight. I don't see progress. Okay, I'm not doing it. Right. But it's like when you learn to have that discipline and keep working, it's like if you get a lucky mm-hmm. strike, boom, you're gonna have a company. Maybe you're making a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when you've tried over and over again, it's so much easier when you when you first get that break. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to scale it because. If you get your first strike, you're just you're not really gonna know what you want to do with the business. And then if some if you drop down mm-hmm. to ground zero again, yeah, you know where to start and how to build yourself up. There we go. Well, the thing you said that really um, stuck with stuck you. with me with the motivation th- or the discipline thing is, especially with the gym, that's something that's big in my life. Um, there's definitely days where I don't want to go. I don't want to do. It may not even be the gym. I don't want to do something, but. Yeah. It's having that discipline because anyone can be motivated. Mm-hmm. They could watch some TikTok video yeah. or yeah, just get up and go do something. Yeah, your for you page can be all self-help. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. But the thing that I've seen successful people, why they're successful is because they have discipline. Wake Doing stuff day. when they don't want to do it, doing mm-hmm. stuff when they're not motivated just because they know they have to yeah. and they know it's necessary for them to reach their goals to yeah. succeed. You just gotta realize, like, you gotta be able to filter out what's gonna be beneficial for you in the long term mm-hmm. versus, like, something that's just gonna give you a short burst of something, energy. Exactly, and that's like, the difference between doing something that makes you happy versus making you something that makes you proud mm-hmm. or something that you're passionate exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. one of the things that I think about a lot is, like, there's this quote that's like, 
struggle now and like succeed later mm-hmm. or you succeed now you live your life how you want to and you're just gonna run into more problems later because yeah. like if you just keep pushing everything off it's just all gonna come toppling down one day mm-hmm. instead of like you have to put yourself in front of those situations that you're not comfortable with and like mm-hmm. try to work through them mm-hmm. and then one thing i found is that once you accept that that challenge of uh going through it now and then having what you want later mm-hmm. You start to realize how not pointless, like in a depressing way, but like pointless everything else is. You start to weed out wanting to go out, party, and drink. Yeah. You start to weed out wanting to uh, hang out all day or just waste all your time. And you start to want to hone your energy to doing something that you're actually interested mm-hmm. in doing and taking the time out of your own, out of your life to push it towards something that you really care about and not to everybody else because. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to understand that if you're not doing what you think will make you happy, you're making other people money. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You're making Instagram money by being on it all day. You're making TikTokers money by being on it all day. So you're helping other people profit by being a guinea pig. Mm -hmm. Be the uh, owner of the guinea pigs, I guess. I don't know. Just be your own person. It's something... That's something that I've thought about a lot. The Matrix. Yeah. It's what... I assume is the world just kind of being stuck in a pattern of doing the same thing over, just being a, like a guinea pig, like uh-huh. you said. And one of the biggest things I want to do in the world is like escape that it, it just, and just do something that I wanted and not be like involved in what shit. Being the the not the ninety nine percent. I want to be that one percent that's doing 1%. what I want to do. And I'm not a slave to anyone. I make my own decisions. Yeah. I live by how I want to live. And one thing I've been learning is that. You got to live like however you want to live later. You want to live this financially free lifestyle, this, this, and that. You got to believe that shit right now. So anytime I do anything, bro, I be going out and I'm like never worrying about being broke. Like a lot of people go out, they worry about, oh, I'm going to lose all my money if I do this. Mm -hmm. I don't want to buy that. I'm going to lose all my money, this, this, and that. But like. A nah, bet, a bet on yourself is yeah, a good investment. Everything, anytime. everything paid for. That's what I say. Every, it don't matter if it's monetary. It don't matter if it's uh something I want. It don't matter if I'm going out. I could be. I could look at gas in my car going almost to E. <laughs> everything paid for. So I don't really gotta worry about yeah. being broke or losing out on money because it's gonna come back. And I understand that mm-hmm. maybe I don't have a job right now, but the money gonna find its way back to me and anything I do. So everything paid for. So I live life in a way where. If I'm providing myself, if I'm providing for myself and also providing for others, everything could be paid for. If I just keep doing what I'm doing right now mm-hmm. and then constantly trying to get better and one-up myself, everything could be paid for. And yeah. then all of a sudden, one day, I'm going to look in the bank account Boom. and everything literally going to be paid for. But right now, you got to live. You want to be rich, live like you're rich. You yeah. want to be happy, live like you're happy. You want to be depressed, you can live depressed. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But just make sure you do it now. Don't think. Oh, I can't think like that now because I'm gonna have it later. Yeah. You you gotta be where you want to be later, right now. Mm-hmm. This is the only time you got. Yeah. The future not guaranteed. The past is behind you. So, be where your feet are in these size nineteen shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Size nineteen. Live big. Live big. Like one of the main things for me, like especially with social media and like talking about Austin, like where I came from, like, I've grew up in a wealthy household, like, there's no, like, way around it, right? Yeah. But it's, like, for me, like, I fell into a really deep depression a few years ago, was, mm-hmm. I was just on my game all day, and I was, like, I know that, like, realistically, if I wanted to, I could just have everything in my life paid for, but that's such an unfulfilling, and, like, yeah. life, like, you just don't want to live, mm-hmm. so it's, like, the that's second tough. I saw that, I'm, like, I need to, like, I'd rather build something for myself, because, like, of course, I can go out, ask my mom, boom, I got a brand new car that's like, what, $50,000. That's yeah. sweet, but it's like, I get in that car and I'm like, what's the benefit to it? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't earn it. this. But it's oh. like, when I got my Camaro, I'm like, I, I put the down payment in, I've worked my ass off to be able to afford something like this. And yeah. it's like, oh. it's like something you truly so enjoy. Cool. And like, additionally, like with social media, it's like, people don't realize that all that is like all social media is it's just a money machine like i've fake. done i've done social media myself like i run faceless channels and it's like i make hella money like more than you would imagine just by going on reddit taking a few posts copy and pasting it and it's just people who will just their brains are just mentally like their attention spans are cut yeah everyone's that's cooked. why tiktok popped yeah. off because it's that 14 to 15 second content yeah. that just yeah. gives you that Cause the thing quick fill. TikTok is the thing a is with miniature TikTok casino. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. well, the thing is with TikTok, I, a lot of people aren't into this. 
it's becoming more of like a, a wider known topic now, but they have something called the Creativity Beta Program, right? Yeah. So it's every video over a minute, you get paid Creative fund, yeah. It's, right? No, this is different. Oh, it's different? Fund. So you get X amount per thousand views. Around Right now, it's around a dollar per. And people just need to watch the first five seconds of the video, right? For it to count so, as a view. Yeah. So, and they need to be like US-based, a few other countries, but mainly US-based. So it's like, for me, I just take Reddit post. If I can capture their attention within the first five seconds, it can be the most clickbaity shit ever. It's like, I'm still making the money. It's like, I like if somebody posts a hate comment, I love it because like, if somebody wants to hate on it, then boom, more that traction. They watching it. It's like people who like are posting hate comments, like they have nothing going for them. Mm-hmm. It's like, as long, like if you want to post a hate comment, I'm honestly more happy somebody posting a hate comment because that's going to get people in arguments. That's mm-hmm. going to boost my engagement. More people are going to watch. And it's like, the more you think about it, if you're taking your time to comment and you're reading the comments, you're watching the video longer, so I get paid more money. Right, because you got to sit there, type, mm-hmm. hate, sin, yep. watch the video again to make sure that you was hating, right? I'm like, <laughs> go look again to make uh-huh. sure you can hate on some other shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like, boom, now you're sharing it to your friend talking about, look at this. Just like, let me look. So, for like TikTok, they make make about, one of my accounts makes about $2 per thousand views, right? One ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's giving me a decent amount of money, right? Right. So, like, it's making... This is only one of my accounts. Right. So, it's like, I don't do anything. I take two minutes out of my day, find some Reddit threads, post mm-hmm. it, right? It's like... And it's just people's brains on TikTok are just cooked and cooked and cooked. So, it's like... People, like, they don't understand. Like, if they click on the video and if they have, like, any sort of attention span, mm-hmm. that it's like... They're just they're just the product. It's like, I don't even have TikTok installed on some of my devices. Like, my iPad, my laptop, I've never gone on TikTok. It's right. like... That like I think TikTok's the like worse than most drugs. Yeah, I just like, <laughs> I, I put that shit on my iPad, mm-hmm. and I got a beater to my iPad to actually watch it. And yeah. then, even when I now that I've grown as a person, I look at social media like sometimes I can look at it and just get sick because yeah. it's like I'm so drawn out from it. I whenever I want to get drawn into it, okay, I'll get drawn into it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go through these phases where I, I may get a bit anxious and then it's like, I'm like scrolling through it to subside my anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it has Distract nothing. Distract yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, but then I find myself more anxious so I try to close it and I find myself doom scrolling like through my oh. whole phone. But I, I've emptied out my phone to a way I've made my phone boring as fuck. Like, I've seen it. I've yeah, seen it. It's a black home screen, a yeah. black lock screen. All my notifications are off. I don't really text people, so I get a I get a few messages from the people I like to talk to most. I make calls to like my parents, my grandparents, aunts and uncles, family. Mm-hmm. I got Instagram on there because I run a podcast, so mm-hmm. I feel like that's the part of my social image that I actually have to keep up. But even in high school, I ran no social media for like yeah. a whole four years. Mm-hmm. Like I just got the Instagram account that I have now, Austin Enix. Mm-hmm. That account. Is I made that in April of this year. You, you have three, right? Ace the Pimp. Nah, Austin. nah, no, I don't got those. Yeah, Austin. yeah, I got those. Uh-huh. Nah, I don't got those. Nah. <laughs> but no, the Austin Enix account. I made that in April, just to see, like, how much I could grow within a few months. So how how far is April? What eight months? Eight I'm months not, ago. Not good with counting. Yeah. <laughs> April. Eight months, so April. Eight months, yeah, he was on so money. April. Coming up on nine. Yeah, April, say, go to like May. Because I didn't really use it in April. I made it in April. Go to May. May to now, a thousand followers in that many months. Imagine what I could do next year. Yeah. Now that I'm, I'm figuring it out, mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with Connor. He teaching me the social <laughs> engagement shit. You know what I'm saying? So I got these resources around me to help build this image, but I need people to understand that that is not true. It is, but it's not at the same time. I can do any... You got to think that... You got to understand that you can do anything you want on these social media accounts. That's why I post the stories that I post. I don't care. And the way I want to do it is some people try to look out for like certain spikes. So, you know, some people only post at a certain time Mm -hmm. in the day of the week. Mm -hmm. Some people post at night more than day. Mm -hmm. Thursdays, not Mondays. Shit like that. I like to post any day of the week at any time. And understand my engagement, so it's good whenever I post. That's the type of person. That's yeah. what I want to build my social accounts to be. So sometimes I may post a podcast on a random Wednesday, on a random Friday. You know what I'm saying? Just so I know my engagement is up and people always looking yeah. for the content. Mm-hmm. That's how you keep people on your toes and interested by being spontaneous, not mm-hmm. by being predictable. Because once you become predictable, I'm just going to scroll right past it. Mm-hmm. 
that's like the big issues with a lot of people though because it's really just how you present yourself right yeah like especially with social medias and like with social media if you're like uh, like i've managed a bunch of streamers before it's mm-hmm. like a lot of them they'll have amazing personalities but they don't gear their content toward those personalities mm-hmm. they find what's gonna pop at the time and post it it's yeah. like people don't take the time to play the long game they just hop on whatever trends hot right now to get as many views as they can that, that's why like i feel like the streamers that are popular nowadays like kai aiden ross mm-hmm. like it's because they did they yeah earlier in their career they grinded at what they liked yeah and now it's popular and they can just they're do like whatever exactly they want. yeah because they did and what they liked and they stay true up. them to themselves yeah and that's that's another hard thing even outside of social media because we did kind of I want everybody to, social media is a real thing inside this conversation but you can also think it of think of it as figuratively yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying I social agree. media can be almost it's, it's turning itself into the real world because of how everybody is like so skewed into it and mm-hmm. so it's, it's like almost a necessity to yeah have a phone and, and people are yeah, so drawn man yeah. and they so drawn into it that they start to forget that people actually exist outside in life and everybody brain is cooked yeah. <laughs> i don't i've never sometimes i go out and you try to have like conversations with people Nobody can hold a conversation. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows how to. No. Nobody knows how to hold eye contact. Everybody is scared of of interacting with people mm-hmm. that are strangers. Stranger danger has become one of the the biggest things. Even if it's not yelled out yeah. as much, but some people will walk straight past you and just be rude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we can't blame that on them. We got to blame. It's nothing to blame it on. That's just the way life kind of is right now and i feel like people need to start to work back and start mm-hmm. to value traveling start as to value it nature like like uh, like what you were saying like if you look at it in the bigger picture like a lot of people think that they're just they're so in- insignificant they make can't make an impact right yeah but it's like people who like truly try to put themselves out there try to make themselves known it's like everybody around here knows who my dad is because he made himself known like he mm-hmm. built up a name for himself but it's like everybody's gonna say hi to him on the street but it's like if you're just walking around you're not trying to do anything for yourself you're not trying to build up like your personal Mm -hmm. your personality nobody's gonna care about you like that was one of my biggest mistakes right Uh so like i was really good at like fortnite way back when it first dropped right (laughs) so i mean like the reason why i put all social media like all my personal accounts is because all the content was geared towards me being good at the game not me like being Being a first hunter black yeah it's just it's like just fortnite black the fortnite player yeah it's it's black hammer yeah it's just It's like, it just wasn't enjoyable, and I was oh, like, I don't want to just sit be here. Be that type of person. Yeah, mm-hmm. who just, who's just good at one thing and makes that their entire person. Because then people who don't know you just look, look at that guy, like, they say your name, Connor Black. Oh, he oh, plays Fortnite. 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 Yeah. That's, oh, that's the first thought. They, they yeah. don't think, like, like yeah. everything. Exactly. Yeah. I remember when I was in middle school, it's the most random thing ever. I ran, like, a meme account, <laughs> and I was just known for being, like, the guy with the funny the video. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> the guy. The guy. <laughs> no. No, we're not bringing that back. <laughs> no, I don't want to be that. Is, that's tough that you won't let me <laughs> bring it back. Damn, that's tough. You won't that's let me bring it back. But no, it was just just the funny guy. This, this, and that. And it, it's cool to be known as that, but at the same time, people won't take you serious. Mm-hmm. And it it take it had, it took me a minute to figure out who I really was as a person and what type of person I want to be. I understand. What I feel like I've uh, built now is this guy that I can be the uh, star in the room without having to be the center of attention. I could chill back, lay back, and still know everybody in the room. I like to be, people can gravitate towards me, but not in an overwhelming way. Because, you know, some people got to grab the attention in the room. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to know them. Everybody is drawn to them. Yeah, just like if a you quiet, know, quiet leader. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I just said. I was driving last night and I was thinking like, bro, I'm like a quiet leader. <laughs> like it's it's just it's just something. And you confirming my thoughts. I was I was uh, reading a book this morning, The Creative Way by Rick Rubin, and he was talking about um, just look for shit that quietly confirms your thoughts. You got to pay attention. So today I seen a lot of numbers. Uh, you know the eleven, eleven, the one, one, two, two, three, three. All the num- these numbers are jumping out at me, and it's obvious and it's not something that i'm looking for but i'm paying attention to and the more you see that i just feel like it's a sign i never like look up the numbers to see like what they mean yeah. but i know if you're yeah. seeing double numbers dog yeah pay attention something, something is good but look where i'm at now yeah i'm seeing mm-hmm. two guys i haven't seen in the mm-hmm. longest time on the same day yeah 
<laughs> Un- unintentionally though. Yeah. Connor was booked out for the day. Yeah. Connor was booked out for and the day. The only reason we like it happened is because we drove past Jersey Mike's and you're <laughs> and you're like, oh, Connor lives near here. It goes even deeper than that because you wanted to go to Bucharest. Yeah. But you were like, <laughs> you was like, yeah. I'm going to take you somewhere to eat. And this, this, and that. He was like, I'm about to drive. I thought I was putting you <laughs> on. <laughs> I thought I was putting you on. Dang. <laughs> yeah. So, you get on the freeway. And you're like, yeah, we're going to Bucharest. And I'm like, it was one five minutes away from my house. And you go, oh, really? He was like, you know what? Oh, yeah, we're going to drive anyway. We was, doing, we was about to do all of this other stuff. And I just so happened to see. And then we was about to go get Mediterranean. Yeah. Because we like, Bucharest kind of yeah. far. And then I see Jersey Mike's. And I see Telegraph. And I'm like. Connor stay over here. Let me see what he's doing. So I text Connor. He just so happened to be getting off the work shift. Yeah. You know, I could have seen you at any time today. He just so happened to be getting off the work shift. Call Connor up. He's like, dog, I'm busy. And I know Connor. When Connor say he's busy, he's busy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Where your dad at? Because I, I like to go chill at their restaurant sometimes and just kick it with his parents. So we drive over there to kick it with them. I go see his dad. His dad call him. And he like, pull up. Get your ass out. <laughs> he, like, pull up. he like, pull up. And Connor like, all right, I'll try it. And then Connor calls me and goes, I, you got an hour. And I'm like, yeah, I got an hour. Come on. So he, he slide through. And his mom come. And she like, yeah, nah, you don't need to do that for the rest of the day. And his, whole day, the <laughs> his whole day just cleared out like that. But none of that shit happened if you just don't pay attention to whatever's going on. Because I could have easily woke up this morning. It was raining. Yeah. Cold outside. And Stay be like, home. yeah. I'd be like, Robbie, don't drive all the way out yeah, here. It's yeah. kind of rainy. I don't want you to do all that. But. Shit like the electric bike, yeah, let's go in the rain. And the some of the VR. We don't have to get into that, but we had a good time on the VR. That's all I'm gonna say. Where did you buy that game at, dude? I gotta get that game. That game crazy, dog. But no, that was a good time. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good ass game. No, we gotta we gotta run that up. But uh, (laughs) but back to what I said, just paying attention to this the shit going on and. You'll start to notice that the universe is trying to confirm your dreams right in front of you. And it's not going to always be a big-ass billboard. I was just talking about guerrilla marketing today. You know what guerrilla marketing is, Connor? Oh, I was just telling yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> That's crazy. Connor, tell them what guerrilla marketing is. I don't know well enough to be explaining. Well, just give them a gist. If you is were it? explaining to a five-year-old, isn't that like it's so big? Yeah, it's just like you try to put it out as much as you can. So it's yeah. like... You try to make it so like it's unavoidable. Yeah, like so it's you, like you just have to see. So it's like a lot of the times it would be like it's kind of like what I do. So yeah. it's like it's called search engine optimization. So you look it up, and then it's like you look it up, and then when you look it up instantly, mm-hmm. like it's gonna be the first thing that pops up. So like if you look it up, you click the link. That's gonna be the first thing that's there. Yeah. So it's like say like you look up, you look up X. It's, like game consoles, Xbox gonna be the first thing that pops up. So yeah. it's like you're not gonna think of anything else. Yeah, so that's what guerrilla marketing is, and that's what the universe will do to you when it's trying to send you a signal and send you a sign. It's gonna keep sending it to you until you pick up on it. Yeah. And by the time you pick up on it, you'll be ready to move to the next thing. But yeah. a lot of the times we feel like we're not progressing through life because we just don't see this big ass sign, but it's right in front of you. Pick up a book, flip to a random page, yeah, and start at a random sentence and see what it brings. I'm trying to think now what made me, like, like we, we stay in touch. I mean, it's hard to, like, talk to someone every day, but we stay in touch with, like, yeah. friends. Like, I'm trying to think what made me think, like, oh, I'm going to text Austin to yeah. hang out. I, I think it was that LeBron, I, I like, was the folding LeBron. my, I was doing my laundry, and yeah. I was folding my clothes. I folded the LeBron shirt that you gave me that yeah. I still have, and I was like, nice. damn, I should have Austin. <laughs> yeah. That's how, so, I think it's, yeah. You and we really, were supposed to hang out yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We weren't even supposed to be... Well, together That's today we were supposed to be together yesterday and it just so happened again pushed to Thursday you just really do gotta pay attention so like, to what what's going on around right, you bro and it's it's insane yeah. and it's that's just something I enjoy about life or something I've been feeling more life more life you, usually I get into these I can get into these like depressed states where I feel like we all have been through yeah, it absolutely. It, it gets hard to move around and have faith in something even if we all three of us went to a Catholic school, mm-hmm. grew up learning Catholicism. Well, mm-hmm. y'all grew up learning Catholicism more than me. I got the four years of it at yeah. UAD, but uh-huh. still, we got we well rounded in Catholicism, the Jesuits, and all that shit. But it's like it still be hard to have some type of faith. 
And it's not like one of those things where it's like, I got to see it to believe it. I got to see something to believe yeah. something, though. I don't have to necessarily see God to believe in miracles happening. Yeah. But sometimes we just need those small miracles in our life mm-hmm. to boost us up again. It's yeah. an, it's cool to believe in something, but sometimes we just need that pinch of luck that's, yeah. that put it, get us back on our feet to mm-hmm. make us Absolutely. feel normal again. Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. little reminders, they, they do yeah. go a long way. Yeah. Even if it's just the littlest, like, it could just be finding, like, a $10 bill on the side of the road. Just, <laughs> like, walking, like, like, I got damn, hope again. Yeah. You could be, I could interact with some old person and be like, you know what? That made me feel good again. Nah. You yeah. want to know what the craziest part is? What? I had a voicemail, like, a few, like, literally, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. And it was, like, it was, like, I gotta find it, but it's, like, it's, like, hey, Connor, you were talking to my grandma in the grocery store. <laughs> like, this is, like... This dude, crazy sauce. I don't know how the fuck this happened. I, yeah. I, pro- I definitely have it saved. Yeah, yeah. for you. Hey, Connor, I know this is gonna sound, like, kind of weird, but you actually met my grandmother in a grocery store, and, like, you kind of hit it off. So she told me to call you because she thought you were like kind of nice. Um, so if you get this, let's like call the guy so we can chat. No, the grandma is. She, she never got a call back. But it's oh, like, all right, all if right. you're putting that much effort into it, bro, <laughs> like I was thinking, it was like. Small world for hey, real. No, Granny Riz is crazy. I'm about to start raising up all the grannies at the grocery store. My question is, how did they... Stay away from my... <laughs> I, was like, I was like, how did that loop back to me, though? Because, like, I'll yeah. tell them my name and then I play lacrosse. Wait, I was this in California? No, this... Oh, I was going to say. No, no, no. No, no California is no, crazy. No, because the craziest part of it was in Gross Point. Oh, and that's I don't still nice. near there. And that's where I kind of stay at. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. crazy. We so were just talking like, about Gross Point earlier, but so that's like not in the most positive me. way, so that's not. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> yeah. yeah. But huh. it's, it's just crazy how these, those subtle reminders are like mm. what keep us going through life and, and how necessary they are. It's really slept on. Yeah, it's like that voicemail was like, I care less about the girl, but it's like, if I can, <laughs> hey, if I can make it like known to like someone that like, they had a good interaction with me. In that travel. Yeah. Your name. Oh, people's name. People, I need y'all to understand that your name, excuse me, your name is in rooms that you haven't stepped in before. Uh, I'm just, mm. I could have never thought, because I, I go to Gross Point once a week for my senior service site, uh-huh. right? And it's like, every day I go to the Kroger's to uh-huh. get a pound of bologna mm-hmm. and Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. Because there's no way I'm going somewhere over there, right? Yeah. So it's like. Do you go to my Kroger? Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is a tough crow. So I go like once every like two, three weeks. Yeah. And it's like, bro, just the odds of that happening is just yeah. like, and it's like just so cool to think that like just someone interacting with me made them like, made it Want like. to tell somebody yeah. else about it. And then someone takes that much effort out of their day to go. To call you. Contact. Because like realistically, they had to find my Instagram, find who I'm friends with and ask one of them to get my number. Yeah, and like, it could have been all like, oh, that's could, cool, grandma. They yeah. could have just like not done it like yeah, no, exactly. the, like yeah. there was such they an impact just that they had to do yeah, it yeah. Yeah, like, they, I, like I kind of feel like an asshole not responding because like they don't leave a name or anything yeah but it's like at the same time it's like bro that's just like that's just one of those reminders yeah that's like like you gotta be kind to people because you don't know where your name's gonna be floating around and at. you don't know who anybody is yeah. exactly. I was talking to somebody what was I doing the other day because it's like here one thing is like my dad owns a bar, right? Yeah. So we'll have just the most random people walk in. Yeah. And little do we know, it happened like a week ago. It was the owner of like the Pistons. And it's like half those time. And I work at a private country club, right? Yeah. So it's like, of course, like we own a high-end bar. So you're going to expect high-end people. But it's like 90% of the time, you would never guess one of those people are like that. It's like people who have the most money keep it like the most like on the low. That's really be hot. That's how I'm trying to move. Because it's like, it's like. That's how I'm moving right now. Everyone, I ain't going to say time. That's how I'm moving right now. It's like everyone's dressing nice. Yeah. And it's like, but it's like the people who have the most money don't talk about their money. And they, they not loud. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they just people that just, you just so happen to interact with. Those are the type of interactions that I. Yeah. It's not I love like. the most. It's not like I see somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like it's not like I see somebody with a Louis Vuitton backpack and I'm like, all right, they're a CEO. But it's yeah. like it's more like, bro, just talk to as many people as you can and you'd be surprised who you meet. Absolutely, and just be nice and respectful and have mm-hmm. just basic manners, please. Thank you. I'm not saying you gotta glaze people and, be, and and look up to them and. Uh, NASA, NASA. But yeah. like, just come <laughs> <laughs> on, that was OD. No, but look, it's just some basic rules. Is like look people in the eyes when you're talking yeah. to them. 
shake their hand standing up. Try not to sit down and shake somebody's hand. Even yeah. though it may be avoidable yeah. sometimes, but as much as you can, those small interactions like that, standing up to shake somebody's hands yeah. is what captures the attention like oh wow they took the time to like stand up and pay attention to that type of stuff work on your handshake you know what i'm saying look at how you dress you ain't got to dress a certain way i don't expect you to put a suit and a tie on but if you're gonna wear some jogging pants make them motherfuckers look like the best jogging pants to ever like walk on earth to ever be a part of yeah. something just be you but be all of you at the same time yeah. and bro don't like building off of that so I work at I was working at a nice gym over the summer. Yeah. And there's some like like high end people there. And uh it came up where I actually had to uh kinda drive someone to their car because they were having trouble walking. Mm-hmm. Long story there. And <laughs> like this is a like a highly respectable person. They have a good job, they make good money yeah. and I drove I drove them in my car back to their car and I felt so embarrassed because my car was What's a complete that? mess. Yeah. And I just felt like that was a poor reflection on of me. Of who you are. Of, like, like, because, like, when they, like, now they're going to remember, oh, Robbie, he's that kid with the messy car. But he's the kid but, that dropped me off. He's the kid that dropped me off in the messy car. Like, <laughs> like, so, like, I, I don't want them. So, like, like it's just kind of carrying yourself. Like, that's why um, I want to, like, max everything I can do. Like, mm-hmm. like, look the best I can. Like, that's why I'm, that's another thing I'm working on. Just making my self look the best possible but not even in the way that you thinking about what other people gonna think about mm. but just yourself. just the way that you can feel be the best so, version of yourself so yeah. centered in yourself mm-hmm. that you like damn so shit i've been like really getting into is like vintage watches yeah. show kind of mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like nice jewelry nice clothes something subtle though i don't yeah. always got to be loud but everybody know when it's time to step <laughs> out i can step mm-hmm. out and you know yeah. me. Oh, <laughs> but i just Stuff like that, and that's what make me feel good. Smelling good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Staying clean, keeping mm-hmm. my hair fresh. Mm-hmm. But that's not for other people to look at. Yeah. That's for me to look at myself and be like, dang. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Kinda, just kind of hype yourself up. Talk to yourself. It's so important to talk to yourself and have that type of relationship with, with yourself because when you can do that, nothing else really matters. I was telling my little cousin today, like, bro, I was telling him, he said his arms was hurt. He had a bad forearm on a push-up. He was tired. We mm-hmm. had been lifting the whole time. I'm more endured to him. Maybe he, since he's younger than me, the muscle development not there. So he was having a hard time doing the push-up. But I'm like, it's crucial to do these push-ups, right? Because if you bullshit on these, you bullshit on everything else. We wasted a day in the gym. You could have been asleep. So I'm like, shit, bust out the girl push-ups. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Get on your knees and do the nice push-up because at least you're keeping a good form up top. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you... I'd rather you sacrifice the weight or whatever, the pride that you got to get the form yeah. right. And he was still like, nah, I'll do the regular push-ups. So after he got done doing his regular push-ups, I did the girl push-ups. Even though I had the yeah, the, the strength to do the regular push-ups, I did the girl push-ups to just show him, like, dead ass, like, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, that's, me and him was, what? Go ahead. And yeah. th- that's, like, a big thing in the gym. Have I feel like, especially, that insecurity, like, mm-hmm. how you look, like, mm-hmm. how other people are view- comparing yourself to other yeah. people. Yeah. It's something that is kind of just, hu- it's human. It's all mental. Yeah. But it's something you shouldn't do. And yeah. for a while, I definitely did that, like, like where... I, I even think I started going to the gym just for, for to pick up girls. Yeah. Just like, like I want to see that all muscles. Yeah. I wanna, but like as like I kept going, I realized like, man, this makes me a better person. This makes me better myself. It's it's always and it's a never ending goal to look a certain way how I want to look or lift a certain weight I want to lift. So yeah. that's why the gym's been yeah. So we sitting there and he like he said I'm like it it strikes me sometimes because. I don't care if you can lift a lot. And I'm telling him, like, mm-hmm. like I said, don't sac- sacrifice the weight for the form. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather you have good form and be lifting 20 pounds than bad form and be lifting 50. You know, I don't Absolutely. care that you can lift 50 pounds. The weight is going, the weight, all the weight do the same shit. Mm-hmm. 20 do the same thing as 30. 30 do the same thing as 40. 40 do the same thing as 50. It's just the amount of times that you could do it. Like, mm-hmm. lifting 52 times is the same thing. Lifting 20, what, four, five times? Mm-hmm. Lifting 52 times is the same thing as lifting 25 yeah. times. Yeah. I know that's like some quick mass on you. <laughs> but, like, if you can get five good reps of 20, you did the same thing struggling doing 50 twice. So why would you put your whole body on the line? Again, this can be seen figuratively. Figure, figuratively. Figure, yeah, figuratively. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this can be seen figuratively. 
Why would you put your life on the line trying to do 50 twice, doing too much, instead of taking the time to lift 25 times yeah. and understanding how you can do it better and looking at it and concentrating, and you'll feel better after you do it. Just taking your yeah. time. Just taking Take the, the time. time to do it right the first time. Yeah. Just, mm -hmm. And even if you don't get it all right the first time, Doesn't you're going to be straight. Yeah. Everybody on divine timing. Everything is perfect. I feel like I said this before, but I'm going to say it again in this episode. Everything is perfect and not perfect in a way to where nothing has... Is, Nothing is, it's no flaws to it. Mm -hmm. It's perfect because the universe is in, in accordance with you. You know what I'm saying? So everything going to happen at the right time, in the right place, whether it look good or not. There's no such thing as a bad moment. There's no such thing as a particularly good moment. We have our highs and we have our lows. But at, at the end of the day, it's going to balance out. And it's all about how you uh, interpret it. You can have a bad day today, but that bad day today pissed you off so much that you didn't leave the house and die in a car accident. You know what I'm saying? So shit like that yeah. is 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 what you got to pay workout, attention to. You got to think of like a bad workout is better than no workout. Yeah. yeah. Getting up and doing it anyway, mm -hmm. and that's that discipline that's you were talking discipline. about. Because if you yeah. think about it, like, listen, if you got $86,400 a day, what yeah. are you, if you lose one of those dollars, what are you going to do? Just Are you going to spend the rest of it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You have eighty six thousand four hundred seconds in a day. So look if at you what you got. If you have one bad second, then why would you throw away the rest just because of one bad thing? Right. Yeah. And a lot of that, I get yeah. on this, <laughs> I get on this another episode. But a lot of our bad days that we be having, they don't be bad days. Yeah. They be bad, bad moments. moments <laughs> that bad moments that forward over into a bad day because everything, everything counts. I was watching the video like that. Everything counts towards something. So. Sitting down all day, you didn't waste a day. You well, you wasted a day, but it counted towards something. So you didn't get better that day. So it counted negatively. Getting up that counts. Showing up counts. This counts. That counts. Not everything is perfect. Not everything is negative. All you need to do is get more positive than negative. You want your pros to outweigh the cons. You know what I'm saying? Good and bad gonna happen. You want more good than bad. It's almost like I always think of it being in a constant battle with. A person I was yesterday. Tight. And trying to be a better person the next day. Mm -hmm. Like, I and don't know. I like I like putting things in, like, analogies, maybe sports and mm -hmm. especially swimming because that's, that's, like, my stuff. And I think of the person yesterday and me racing. Who's going to win? Who's going to do more? Right. That's how I think about a day almost. Yeah, just 1% better every day can take you, like, so far because it's not even – 1% a day is not – uh, you starting over every day with yeah. a new hundred percent is exponential. Yeah. So you might get one percent better today. You do another percent better tomorrow. You might do five percent the next day. Yeah, it's Man. not even just exponential. It's more like it's more like on a graph. It's like you're gonna have Linear. ups and you're gonna have downs. Yeah. It's like it's more exponential, but you gotta like think more into it, right? Mm -hmm. It's a slow progress working up, but you gotta remember that like you're always gonna dip down a little bit. It's the mm -hmm. same as the stock chart. It's stock like, chart. That's no exactly what I'm about how to say. well you're doing. You're always gonna have bad days, and it's like whether like you, like if you put it in terms of a company, if you have like a bad selling product and you just quit there, you're never gonna bounce back, right? Right. But you gotta be able to even if you have one bad day, you gotta be able to take that and use it to your advantage to push forward. Mm -hmm. No one successful has never failed. Yeah. You gotta tell me that. Every success, every good thing has come from a product of failure. Yeah. If you really think about it. Mm -hmm. Like mainly in sports where you've never seen like especially like I like to use Jordan as an example. He got cut, so it's like from his exactly. high school team. It's like yeah, man, think about all the shots he missed. We think we, we. He said he said a quote. I've been trusted with the game winning shot this X amount of times, times yeah. and I've missed like this might like but that all those failures. But and not even the ones that matter. Not even that he failed, but the fact that he took the risk. Yeah. He took the risk. And Everything yeah, he is hundred percent of the shots. Yeah. Don't you know what I'm saying, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna close it out with this. Yeah. This is from Jen Rohn. Everything is risky. Waking up, walking outside is risky. Going to sleep is risky. Everything is risky. You always have a chance to die at some point. So don't get so stuck in the fact that you think since you're taking a quote-unquote risk that you're going to fuck everything up. Not mm -hmm. taking the risk is taking a risk. Taking mm -hmm. a risk is taking a risk. So just do what the fuck you want to do. At that point, ain't nobody, it's nothing to stop you. Since everything going to be risky anyway, you might as well do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. You're going to die anyway, so you might as well die doing yeah. what the hell you want to do. Die with doing what you love to do. Yeah, just do that. Everyone's going to die at the end of the day, so yeah. why would you rather live your life for something something else? Yeah, yeah, rather do something that makes you happy than die doing something that's 
Just make you happy. It's miserable. Yeah. Just listen, bro. On your deathbed, you're not gonna wonder, did I die rich or did I die poor? Right. I ain't never you, seen a money truck chase out of my life. Did I make the most out of my life? It's like exactly. from what I've seen, it's like I've seen so many people who like, like are like very like uber successful, but they're like, I lost my entire like family, like, divorced like, my wife. Like this is gonna like pretty deep. I'm not gonna go too deep into it, but like All right, bet. me and my dad, like we've been having that conversation recently. He's mm-hmm. like. I know I'm so like you're. I'm so pr- like I'm so proud of myself for what I made, but like I miss out on a big part of your life because I'm working all day every day. It's mm-hmm. like my dad like building that business up to where it is now. Like he lost like half of my childhood. I'm, I still love him, and he was still there for me. Yeah, and I'm but glad you like, don't blame him for but that. But it's like yeah, it's and like, he did that trying to give you yeah, that's a good saying. life. Yeah, it's like a lot of the times Man. I think about it, it's like. It's everyone's first time living. You can't blame them for anything. Man. Oh. That's why I fuck with Connor so Man. much, bro. I be saying the Black same hammer. shit, bro. That's why he's not even Connor. Hammer's the nail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So we're going to wrap it up there. And hopefully if I ever see them in the same room again. I don't know how the fuck I will. But if I'd I do. I'd love to run it back. Yeah, we'll do we a part two. Will. And Which I'm gonna start. We hop on a call and we do it. Yeah, again. we can just learn how to learn how to do the calls and shit. But yeah, this is this is also all of our like first time hanging out together. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gotta close it. Yeah, close it. Thank you guys for listening. I love you all.